And that's when I get in there and I see them. And I see them with their nuke Mars. That's They love talking about nuking Mars. They want to nuke Mars. I say, I think everyone knows probably, or they've heard it, or I've said it, and they've heard whatever. It all, it's, listen, people love to rip me off. I say one word, and it gets taken. They love what I say, and they repeat it. They don't credit back. I just say, just give credit. What's the harm in that? Just give credit. So I say it's called fake Mars real nukes. That's like probably good t-shirt material, I would think. I don't know. You've seen the first episode. It's called Help. Do a t-shirt. You did the t-shirt. We put it on evilelon.com. And we put it everywhere. It's a beautiful t-shirt. Fake Mars, real nukes. Because it turns out that these orders that are acquiring assets, and they are building in a, in a very strange way. It's a cultish way. And cult, I talk about that a little bit in a different episode. Cult is their management formation. It's not a derogatory specific use of the word. It is a business use case specific to their spoken literature in business schools. Specifically, cult in their purview is superior to like MBA or like traditional management. So they prefer cults for their public entities. That's their thing they like it and it's cult and it's nuke those are two words that i don't like to see too close but that's all we say that's every every day that's all that's all that there is right you see nuke mars and i say well that's fake there's no mars it's it's not nuke mars it's fake mars real nukes they want those nukes. And I'll tell you what, listen, listen, those nukes, they're not fake. You know that Mars, that's everybody, we're, well, I think it's funny now because I could now start to see everywhere, all in the media and everywhere, like just everybody's laughing. They don't, space surprise sex, they don't talk about going to Mars anymore. They don't even say the word Mars. It's a joke. It's laughable. Everybody's laughing. But let me tell you something, the nukes. Those nukes are real. They're real nukes. And that is a cult. Turns out it's a cult with a cult leader. And it's real, real, real nukes. That's why the a good t-shirt is fake Mars, real nukes. It's very simple. But it never ends. You'll see. Watch. It never ends. You've never seen people work. First of all, these are people that don't need to work. Why are they working so hard? Why are these people? You don't need to work anymore. Just relax. They don't want these. There's no such thing as that. They'll work. They don't know nothing. They think that there's a... I don't know how you say. They think that there's some, like, scoreboard somewhere with a big, you know, slot waiting for number one that they could put their name in it. That's not... Uh, the, that has been tried so many times by so many different people, but the 
actors in our day are simply un they don't they don't have liberal arts education remember these are college dropouts and these are people that like i didn't know, they're like juvenile little boys basically that were millionaires really young and then grew up in a, like a fantasy and skipped over a lot of what we might call education or perhaps even liberal arts education i don't know but just reading really just it's really just reading it's really just simply reading and it's not it's not like a large variety of things that need to be read it's actually just bacon pretty much just bacon that's it the viscount of saint albans let's all just read him he's like probably one of the most persuasive people ever and he's the reason why we speak english in america and he had all kinds of thoughts about utopias and he was listen he persuaded the king of england okay you've never seen a person that's like more simply majestic than the king of england this is literally called his majesty it's a much very majestic person in, indeed and bacon here we go bacon persuades english the english king and that's why there's the english language in the new world where we live now that these people weren't fantasy people these were real people bacon was not a he didn't like listen to anime he wasn't like an anime enthusiast bacon's most meaningful message was basically that the scientists which was a phrase that hadn't yet been coined he says the scientists, they call them natural philosophers, are prone to something called secular, being becoming secular, which means sect, right? That means like a section, like this section and that section. And you have when it's all that blah, 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 it turns into a thing secular. It's all secular now. And Bacon warned, he said, the natural philosophers are prone to secular, becoming secular, and then falling in behind a, a dominant, basically a cult leader. Which cult did he warn, warn about the most? Which one? The physics. Of course, he warned about physics the most. Now, this makes sense to me because he was a British person. He's a Briton, right? He's the Viscount of St. Albans. He's a Briton. Our cult leader that we have is a South African. That's a different type of person it's a different breed as they would say in their time they would say race they'd say it's a different race and that's south apartheid south africa and it's a different race than the british and the british if you look at them they did pretty well and uh, like almost no one in the history of all human history which isn't that long by the way it only goes back twelve thousand years if you're generous really it's closer to about ten thousand that's only a hundred squared. That's not that much. That's not that many. That's a hundred. As Joe Rogan likes to say, if a person is 50 years, then that's only 200 people ago. The whole history of all people is about 200 people ago. They lived to be 50. And in that time period, almost no one really predominated any sort of foreign influence over a place known as the Indian subcontinent. Some of the wisest, I mean, you've never... The Indian subcontinent, it's never, they defended against the Mongols, put it that way. The Mongols, they swept Vienna in Austria, 
but not the Indian subcontinent. They didn't do too well there. So the Indian subcontinent, it's resistant to foreign uh, invasion. Brits did pretty well there. Actually, they did pretty well there. They did quite well everywhere. So it turns out... Britain may have known a thing or two about empire, about running empires. If you look at some of the nations that were... Uh, took large portions of their culture from British, there are... Of course, many first-rate nations that you could see very clearly. United States, obviously. Australia, Canada, and many more. Hong Kong. I mean, look how beautiful everything. Britain did maybe the longest-running study on running empire in terms of modern... When, when it's meeting modern days, modern times... Uh, some older notions and parts of older notions, they just don't apply when technology becomes sort of the primary cause for human advancement. Like, in other words, like America is running an empire currently, and there's there have been other empires. You could look, and there's plenty of empires. The British, they seem to, they could do a thing where it's almost as if they, it's, well, like, they're almost not fully convinced by their own greatness. Like, it's a strange thing, because they'll put resistance into something, but not enough to ensure victory at all costs, no matter what. Like, meaning they were always okay, like, open to sort of just letting the past kind of like go a little bit and it, it, that in itself is some sort of an element of something who knows maybe it's just part of being british it's like an element of mm, perhaps the secret sauce i don't know the the ability to sort of like let something go like they kind of said this almost a certain relationship with freedom is it, Probably the British Empire saw the most, quote, nations coming free, you know, coming off of their roll books into just free nations. They watched it. It was perhaps like a part of it. I don't know. Like they kind of didn't hold on. They didn't. There's a like there's a good saying. It says hold and be dragged. That's the saying. Hold and be dragged. And I don't know if it's true, but perhaps the British part of their an element, just at least one element of it, is perhaps they know yeah, that it's just hold, not to hold on too tightly, not too, not like a death grip. They kind of hold, eh, they hold hard, like enough, and they are not surprised by freedom whatsoever. They just let it go. They understand it's freedom. They just let it go. That's Britain. Britain's actually, you know, probably like one of the all-time best. They created i mean they have the english language and that's the thing that americans as an, as an american we we really overestimate uh, our individual grasp of that language like truly if you want education in english i would suggest read an english uh, author turns out bacon is great he's like a real guy he already wrote the books you don't have to 
wait for the series or anything. It's already out. You can read all about him. He's a masterpiece work, again, called Nova Morganum. It's a great book. It's English. It's in English. It's written in English. It's it's a use of the language which is uh, beyond what we kind of can or have trivialized down into like a more transactional version of it. This is, and I, again, I'm suggesting reading this English person that, okay, they came up with the language, they ran all kinds of empires and everything's good. Because it turns out that we have a cult leader, the scientist, pursuing nuclear weapons and his country, his parent country, apartheid South Africa, is, was one of those British interests. But and the education system can be probably pretty good, I would imagine, uh, if it's used a little longer than just to figure out how to make a website and then start to con people. Because you can, you could get over to San Francisco pretty easily from South Africa. You could start South Africa. You come in through Canada. Nobody really pays attention. Canada right down to Pennsylvania. Again, that's that's almost a lateral move. And then once you're in Pennsylvania, you you're getting there. You could you could get right out to California. But then after that it's Texas. Now you're doing rockets, then next it's Berlin. That's the progression. You couldn't really move directly from South Africa to Berlin and start making rockets and high you know, weapons technology. That would not be people I think people might question that, but you know, if you launder your reputation or whatever through a little bit of Pennsylvania here and there. And it's so easy. You go into San Francisco, you can con these people like up, left, down, center, select, select, start. It's so easy. San Francisco, look what he's done in San Francisco. Took all their money. Took everyone's money. That's a good, I mean, I can't say more about it. But now it's Texas and now it's rockets. And people know, people have heard the phrase, Houston, we have a problem, right? That's NASA. That's rockets and NASA. And I go into a whole thing. There's a author named Annie Jacobson. She does one Joe Rogan appearance ever, I believe. I think she only did one. She doesn't do media much. She like barely promotes her own book. But she did a book about a like a reporter who broke a story through a FOIA request. The FOIA is Freedom of Information request. That you can send it to a federal place, I guess. They send you documents. Anyway, they charged her. This this woman is like an independent reporter. And this is, I don't know, sometime in the 90s. And Annie Jacobson tells it very well. But this woman, they she did her FOIA request. And the government sent her the documents she was looking for. And they sent her a bill for copying. And it was like over $100,000. Which is their way of saying, yeah, don't. We don't want you to talk too much about this. But anyway, that's Annie Jacobson. You could check that out. She does a book on the woman that did the photo, that got, that did the FOIA request and got the large bill for photocopying. She wasn't the one that actually did that. So in the 90s, the thing came out, and I guess, I don't know, people didn't want other people to have any interest in it for some reason. Who knows why? And it's NASA, or as I call it, NASA, because it's just more accurate. And they want 
to do all of their rocket launches equatorially, right? So you, you're around Texas or Cuba or Florida. Like Cuba is probably like, I don't know for sure, but I would imagine it's probably one of the best places on earth to launch any kind of ballistic missile from because of where it is. And that's what they do. They launch rockets. I mean, these are NASA is, as I call it, NASA. That's Houston. That's Texas. Houston, we have a problem. And that's Austin, Texas, and space surprise, because it's going to be a big surprise when they come out. Oh, it's going to be a big surprise. But it's Surprise Sex, because that's the name of their company. Space Sex, which is kind of vulgar and gross, but that's what they're doing. They're seeding. They want to seed with their seed and populate. And that's, it's a cult. Never forget that either. I mean, you've never heard one person from this company speak unless it's like an official channel and they're on, they're microdosing and they're writing the game plan and they're making that propaganda and just feeding it. It's so smooth. It's like 8K high definitions. Perfect. Oh my gosh. It's like cinematic, right? It's a cult. It's a cult. And that's space surprise sex. That's Texas. So that's what they're doing. They launch. It's really actually advanced weapons technology because, you know, it's cute that the Russian technology wasn't sold to the individual from Silicon Valley because it was considered weapons technology and they couldn't, you just couldn't buy it from Russia. So the idea is now you, you just make your own. It doesn't matter. You're apartheid South Africa. You're, you just make your own. But the thing is, is turns out with the curve, it's rocket science, rocket science, and then it's super easy. It's nothing because it's artificial intelligence. Now, when they let people do this, they're not thinking like we're on some exponential curve that's going to show up as some kind of a singularity. That's not the original thought. They think, oh, okay, well, a guy from Silicon Valley wants to do some rockets, so we'll just let him do rockets. It's not the same situation now. It's far beyond that. Far beyond that. And they have absolutely no respect for the SEC or any federal organization, as we talked about in this one. It's law is a reserve and it stays reserved as long as the legal part of it is encapsulated. So lucky us, we just get to watch, right? We get to watch. We, it's like the Fourth Reich. That's what I call it, the Fourth Reich. And there it goes. You could just watch it. It just You could just watch it right on TV. Just day after day, it's how many satellites do they want to put up? The neural, or the Starlink satellites, what is it? 40,000, I believe, is that the number? Something like that, 40,000 they want to do. 40,000 satellites. A, a single individual wants to surround the globe in orbit with 40,000 satellites. Who knows what's on them? Who knows? I know, but who, you know, who else knows? Nobody knows, right? And you get to watch them go up, up in the sky every day. One after another. But of course, that's not all. You got the South African apartheid, South Africa, Silicon Valley con, very successful con. 
going under the cities with drills to make tunnels apparently i don't know what he's making like we're making tunnels for traffic i'm gonna guess mars is fake and i'm gonna guess traffic alleviation is fake but you know that's the boring company so it's boring so nobody's gonna look or talk or peek or probe or nothing there's it's nothing legal as long as legal containment loop is containing the law stays reserved the underground you got under the cities you got mapping the surface with the cars you got the satellite constellation that surrounds the whole globe it maps it down to i think it's like a definition of like like the resolution that the the ultimate constellation is going to map it, i think it gets it down to like a quarter inch like per quarter inch it has it has the earth mapped down to the resolution of one quarter inch squared that's it so in other words like you could click down until you're looking at one square of a quarter of an inch like you took like one inch squared it and then cut it into four little pieces one of those that's so tiny i mean the resolution is exceeds exceeds the power that an individual should have especially apartheid born south african that's conned his way everywhere and has absolutely no respect for law and this is america and it's all being done here just listen to holocaust survivor stories of how it didn't happen overnight it was smooth and gradual and legal it's smooth gradual legal and that's how it always is until the clang of the cattle car bolt being shut and then padlocked and then the individual realizes that they're not riding on a train they are being transported in a cattle car so arbeit mocked fry just remember that arbeit mocked fry right that's what they get to go through and that's the third reich and like i say you have a cult leader that is like radicalizing our countries and people all over the world but just like you can have radicalization of all types this one is radicalizing people certain groups of people and now in germany you could see him radicalizing the german people i'm like Oof, please could we in america is there anything is there anyone in any kind of position of anything that could as a voice you speak maybe you just speak a little i don't know the cattle cart doors will slam shut and then that's that and i just say we're not there yet we're not there yet right i mean it, this is still like a little it's like a tech bro like a little it's like a couple little tech bro nobodies that can be reasoned with that you could talk to them very gently they'll listen they're reasonable people at this point at this point they're reasonable because it's all law it's legal it's all contained they have it in a containment loop so i say jog that loop a little bit but be nice and exercise it and work them out and let's keep capitalism free and clear and open and honest and not prone to demagoguing and having people capture it and become pirates and then ultimately villains villain is the real word that is a fantastic ancient like old-timey word it's replete 
except now we would use a different word. We have active shooter, which I joke, I kind of have a joke that says that sort of sounds like a swimming chap back in the day. Like if you said to like an old time person, you said, yeah, there's, we have a phrase called active shooter. They would think, well, that sounds like a, like a vigorous person. That's like sports like because they don't get it because they didn't have the same things that we have now. Then there were swords and they would have a thing called a villain who was the same genetic prone as what we have as active shooter. Their unfolding of that would become and be known with like swords. Like they would take over a whole thing and they would be a good guy. And then one day they would just flip it. And this was a real character type. They came up with a word for it, which we sort of laugh about now. And it's a real thing. It's called a villain. And that's why I say, hey, listen, this is a real personality type. A villain is a real person. That's a real personality type. There's an actual word for it. We just haven't seen one do extensive long-term plans. But that's, that's in the nature. That's what they do. That's part of the weirdness of it is that you can't believe that the plans are so intricate and they're so, you go, how did, how did this, how did this, it's always the same reaction to the planning, to the meticulous plan. Take a sec, just like I said, just take a second look at a guy that's worth over $200 billion and can't stop working on putting together rockets with, and Neuralink's. Neuralink is the other one too, because boy, let me tell you, if there's an EMP and the whole world goes dark, uh, the only people that are going to have the internet are people that are going to be connected wirelessly to a satellite constellation. Now, how's that going to work? Well, it's real convenient if it's already in part of your cognition. Now you just have the internet in your mind and you could as effectively be like a super soldier compared to a dark world with no communication whatsoever. And that's Neuralink. And that's... <laughs> being maniacally pursued along with nuke fake Mars and so many other horrors. And so now guess what? There's a podcast. It's evil Elon podcast and you can share it. And it's a beautiful podcast. I do it for now and it's nice. It's good listening. And I just say, just share, just share. Enjoy sunshine. Enjoy your day. Enjoy brightness. Enjoy happiness. And maybe, hopefully, together, we can mega, that is, make Elon good again. Thank you.